Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. We have thousands and thousands of downloads now, and your voice is getting louder and stronger. I love the momentum that started, and many of you have already shared with me your success stories. Keep them coming. On our most recent episode, I shared my own tips on how to be grateful and what happens to the brain and body when you smile, say thank you, and give a compliment. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our previous episodes, I want to challenge you to do so because they really are filled with valuable tips and action steps that you can make to be the best version of yourself. To catch all our episodes and find out more about Life in Purple, visit liptalknation.com and there you will find our blog and much, much more. On our show today, we have motivational speaker, author, life coach, entrepreneur, and so much more, Dr. Patrice Carter. Patrice helps people develop, strengthen, and empower their own selves to live out loud and be the best version of themselves as possible. She is a woman who believes in living, loving, and believing God for all things. In her book, Superb Women, From Bad Girl to God's Girl, she shares from her own story how she conquered adultery, depression, and suicidal thoughts. Her mission is to inspire women to become the superb women God has created and called them to be. Welcome to the show, Dr. Patrice Carter. How are you today? I'm awesome. How are you? Oh, I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. I'm excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being our guest. Patrice, I can't wait for you to share your story of how you overcame the bad girl lifestyle and now helping countless people with their own struggles. But Patrice, before we get into that, will you share with us where you are from and how you got your start? Absolutely. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina, by way of Fort Campbell, Kentucky, uh, because my dad was a, um, is a retired Marine, and we were stationed there, and we ended up in Fayetteville because this was my mother's home prior to him going back to Vietnam, where he did six tours. And then in terms of how I got my start, um, I thought that was an excellent question, and I wasn't sure how you meant it, so I answered it just what um, came to my heart, and that was just a series of life experiences both personal and professional, that God used to bring everything together. And the scripture that came to mind, and that was Romans 8.28, Romans 8.28, which says that all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purposes. So um, if I were to just wrap it up in a neat package, I was in industry, uh, military, business, and healthcare have been for a combined 26 years. And then in the midst of that was called to the ministry to actually um, walk as a minister and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
And so seven years ago, I left my full-time government contracted position to go into full-time coaching, speaking, writing, and ministry, and I'm walking that out. And so from there, I would, I would wrap it up by saying my true start happened as a, a reference of my natural giftings and then God's call on my life and then the obedience and diligence that followed that and my just walking that path towards what I felt he was calling me to do. Patrice, thank you so much for sharing with us right off the bat. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear how Patrice said it was a series of life experiences? You know, sometimes people, they always know what they want to be. When they're five years old, they want to be a doctor. Five years old, they want to be a nurse and a fireman. Because I know I wanted to be everything. But I love specifically how you said life experiences. And seven years ago, you left your career job, if you want to call it that, and then follow God's calling. I love how you said Romans 8:28. That is one of my favorite verses, favorite verses and scriptures in the Bible, and all things work together for good. So many people out there are hurting and they don't understand this, Patrice, but I am so glad that you are already living out loud sharing this part of your story. So, for our listeners who don't know your story and how you wrote your book, will you describe to us what your definition of bad girl is. Oh, absolutely. Well, may I just share one last thing that you said that kind of sparked something for me? Absolutely. Is that I thought I knew what I wanted to be, and I started on that path um, when I was younger, but I'm very much a late bloomer, and this speaks to those who are older who don't know or have not figured it out yet. I started over at 40, so that journey that I just revealed to you started at 40. I'm 47. And so if you look at the Bible, Caleb was 86 when he took his mountain. So things can happen later in life because God does it in the fullness of time. But in terms of being a bad girl, <laughs> it's not funny, but it was just the things that came to me that were true me, that were truly me. And one was unruly. And, and most people wouldn't look at me and think I was unruly, but it was like I could see that I had this delineation straight down the center of my being where it was a rebellious streak. It wasn't that I was, and I was really divided. I was fragmented because outwardly I was good and I looked good and you would think I had it all together. But inwardly, I I wouldn't say a wreck. Initially, I was crazy, just, you know, really rebellious, did whatever came to mind. I had no personal boundaries. Um, if it felt good, I did it. If it looked good, I touched it. I tried it out. And so I would just say that I lacked wisdom a bad girl or a bad man lacks wisdom and they are led by their feelings and they do what feels good. So essentially pleasing your flesh. And I just had no integrity, no personal integrity within myself in that way or forethought of consequences as it related to cause and effect in my life or those who happen to be in the wake of my destruction, if you will. Wow, you described the bad girl very clearly. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear what Patrice said? She had a rebellious streak, so outwardly she was good. How many of you are outwardly good? You know how to walk the walk, but she admitted to us inwardly she had no personal boundaries. Patrice, I know that many are out there listening have no personal boundaries and are struggling with the same thing, so I love that you pointed out that it really is about lacking wisdom. You know, lacking wisdom and no personal integrity. Oh, thank you so much for being vulnerable with us. So I know that you've also struggled. I, I can relate to you with the whole depression thing when I was reading about you and researching you out. But will you share with Lip Talk Nation what your depression looked like? Absolutely. And I would just add just back to the personal boundary piece. It wasn't because I didn't know the truth. 
uh, because I I was not saved per se for people that believe in salvation, but I did know right from wrong. Um, but I chose what I did, and that led to that's how we come to this depression because I lived in such a state um, of being wild and doing whatever felt good that the consequences then became they came back now. So it's almost like the when the chickens come home to roost. So they've been out in the yard running all day, and now they've come back. So now everything was coming back to roost. And so as far as that depression, um, you know, I'm looking outside today, and it is a gorgeous day. I don't know how it looks where you are, but the sky is blue, and the light is shining, and everything is green and verdant. But in a state of depression, a day like today really literally looks gray. And so everything in your life is just devoid of color. Everything in my life was devoid of color. And it felt like this heavy heavy blanket and I really cannot describe it to anybody other than just this heavy blanket and no matter what you do you cannot move out from underneath it. This is so true. I can relate personally. It wasn't about what was going on around me. Yes, the trees were green. Yes, the day was beautiful, but in your mind you couldn't see it because you were so bogged down because you knew the truth Mm -hmm. and you were just fighting the right and wrong battle inside of you. Oh, thank you so much. Lip Talk Nation, did you grab a hold of that? Everything was void of color for her. How many of you how many of you can't see color right now? Because I want you to know that the rest of this interview is all about uplifting and she's Patrice is gonna show us and give us action steps to come out of that funk and to conquer your own depression. So Patrice, I love how you said in one of your excerpts from your book, Superb Women, you cannot get to the future or fully enjoy it until you have dealt with, made peace, and reconciled the past, good, bad, or indifferent. So many listeners have struggled with making peace with their past. So how did you deal with and make peace with your past? Well, the first thing, and this is in the 12-step program, will tell you acknowledgement. And um, you referenced earlier that, you know, you thank me for my vulnerability. And that was where, um, because I actually, my depression led to a suicide attempt. And um, obviously, praise God, I was not successful in that. But when I came out of the bathroom, because I was going to kill myself that day in the bathroom, I was going to shoot myself in the bathtub in the head so that my family, I wanted to make it easy for them to clean it up. And I had not thought anything beyond that. But when I came out of the My mother rang the doorbell at that moment that I was going to pull the trigger. She didn't know until years later because I never answered the door. But when I came out, the Lord said, you're not going to kill yourself. You're going to walk this out. And you are from this point forward going to be a woman of truth. And it started with me acknowledging to him and myself where I was and where I stood. So the only way to make peace really is to stop living the lie that we've convinced ourselves of that I'm okay, you're okay, and we're fine, which can sometimes stand for full of intensely negative emotions. And so acknowledgement and then making a hard decision because at that point, um, just in my life in that moment, and even now, God tells me, you're going to walk in the spirit of truth. So I had to call my ex-husband and um, all of our friends because that's what the spirit of God led me to do and tell them how I had been living, that I had been adulterous, what I was doing. And he made me just lay it all out so that then there was nothing that could come back and cause that depression to return because I was living in a place of truth. And that was a hard decision, but I agreed. And so from that point forward, I just prayed and I asked God, no matter from this point forward in the future, help me to always be in a place of truth, even if it's awkward, even if it's uncomfortable, help me to be a woman and a person of truth. And then I got help. 
I went to counseling. I went to a Christian counselor. I purposely wanted a Christian counselor because at that point, believe it or not, I was saved in the midst of this foolishness. And so I wanted someone who would tell me the truth of God, but also who would lead me in the word of God. And so I got help, but then also I walked in agreement with the help that I received. So often people want to get help, but they're really not in agreement that things need to change. And they just know that they believe they want to change, but they're not walking in alignment with what they want. So I got help and I worked in agreement with my decisions. And then I prayed and I let God help me because I knew that there had to be something different that happened because I had already been doing it on my own. So if I didn't allow spiritual help and natural help, then I would end up back in the same place, which would be complete foolishness. Okay, Patrice, you just gave us a lot to chew on. Lip Talk Nation, I hope to be able to simplify what she just said because she suffered from depression, which led to a suicide attempt. I believe, just like you, Patrice, all things work together for good to them that love God. And I want them to catch what you said. So the very first thing that I heard you say was acknowledgement. Lip Talk Nation, acknowledge what is going on in your life. This is how we, you know, deal and reconcile our past. But then you also said you had to make the hard decision to walk in truth. Oh my goodness, yes. And that is very difficult, but that is the next step that you need to take. Thank you so much for sharing this. And then you said you confronted your past. Oh my goodness. This is something that I agree is where growth happens once you confront your past. Because on the other side, what you did is you went and you confessed in front of your family and your ex-husband. That's a really hard thing to do, but admirable. But I'm sure you immediately grew right after you did that. Then you got help. Then Lip Talk Nation, she needed to be in agreement with the things that she needed to change in her life. I had to recap so much, Patrice, because you gave such valuable insight. And then you pray. Prayer changes things. Thank you so much, Patrice. Acknowledge, make the hard decision to walk in truth, confront your past, get help. You need to be in agreement with the help and pray. Oh, I can't help but notice, yes, Patrice, that you use a lot of purple in your graphics and even wear it. I absolutely love this. And one of the reasons why the show is called Life in Purple is that it's the color of a virtuous woman. So all of that to ask you if you will explain what a virtuous woman is. Absolutely. Um, So the virtuous woman is superb, meaning that she is marked to the highest degree of excellence, but not perfection. And that's important to note because oftentimes people don't take this journey of growth because they're afraid that they'll fail because, and they will if they walk in it trying to be perfect. But the scripture around this is Proverbs 31. And then also um, a virtuous woman is one whose total trust, faith, and ability lies in God. And she uses every gift at her disposal to be excellent and to put forth her best self for the benefit of everyone around her, including personal and professional relationships and herself. And she's always working to improve. But importantly, lastly, I would say she's submitted. Because if you look in Proverbs 31, the first 30 verses talk about what makes her excellent. And then in the last verse, one of the last verses, the Lord says that she is to be, that she excels them all. But also it talks about her husband sitting in the gate And that speaks to submission because she's doing what she's supposed to do while he's doing what he's supposed to do. I love how you balanced everything out because this is, uh, I've talked about 
subject. A lot of people know what it is and so they ignore it because they hear it too much, you know, because some people think they don't need it. I really love how you explained it very simply for us. Okay, so what advice can you give to our listeners who say, well, a virtuous woman is also a married woman and I'm not married. Maybe they're even in a bitter stage. So how can you, what advice can you give to our listeners who say this? Well, the first advice I would give is to know the word um, because the virtuous woman happened to be married and the virtuous woman was Bathsheba as it relates to biblical speech. And, but that just happens that she was married. But if you look at the task and look at, not even task, but look at the things that she did in general, her giftings and how she utilized those. One thing talks about the fact that she owned businesses, that she um, got food from far off lands. She took care of her servants. She managed her household. She sought the Lord. That has nothing to do with being married. That really has everything to do with personal integrity and being personally diligent regarding the things that have been given to your hand to do. And it also says that she created garments and things of that nature. But biblically speaking, we're all married. Um, even though we may not be married in the natural and um, in the earth realm, like we're sitting with a spouse, the Bible says that the Lord, your maker, he is your husband. And then the word also tells us that we're the bride of Christ. So whether we're single, married, divorced, bitter, et cetera, separated, we are married. And there's a requirement on our life. Lip Talk Nation, did you hear what Patrice just said? It's about personal integrity and diligent as well. You have to know your gifts. So it's not just about being physically married here on earth, but being married to your heavenly father. Patrice, what such insight. Thank you so much. As you are helping so many people, especially because you wear many different hats. I know that helping people requires putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. Hence, you may come across some naysayers. Patrice, how do you handle the naysayers or people who don't believe in what you are doing? It gets easier and easier. It is very challenging initially to walk in such a place of transparency and vulnerability. And I did get the looks and the side eyes and the, (laughs) oh my God, I can't believe you put your business out there like that. But I um, I do it two ways. The first thing I put was I apply the word. Um, there's a scripture that says if you go into a place and they don't receive you, to wipe the dust from your feet and to keep it moving, to paraphrase that scripture. And I also rely heavily on my tribe. When I say my tribe, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit, it says he will lead and guide us into all truth. And that's important to note because he's going to tell me the truth about the situation. So if I'm coming up upon a place where people don't receive me or they're negative or um, not complimentary or um, rude or just make me feel diminished in some way or discouraged, then I have to seek the Holy Spirit to see is there any truth in this and why or what is the truth of the situation. I have a great husband who is just the love of my life. He's my best friend and he's a sounding board and a support. And I have friends and family, so they keep me grounded and rooted and focused. So whenever something like that happens, I will seek God and I'll seek my my help and I'll just kind of go process it to see if there's any truth in it. And I either process it out if it's a lie or I take what may be true in it and I just try to use it as an opportunity for growth, even though it may sometimes hurt. Um, but I do get jammed up sometimes. And so in those times where I get stuck because of someone being negative towards me or who doesn't receive me, I get really still before the Lord and I just meditate and I process and I just let him speak to me about his love for me, how wide it is, how deep it is, how great it is, how he'll never leave me or forsake me. And um, so that helps and, and it works. 
Patrice, this resonates with me so much, specifically, you know, doing something similar to what you're doing, you know, putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. And that's why I asked you the question, because I know some of the listeners are wanting to get better and they still have naysayers. But what I heard you say is, you know, wipe the dust from your feet, you go to scripture and you claim it and then you have a support system. And that is so huge, Lip Talk Nation. You must get a support system. So if you are around those negative people, that might be a little, you know, trigger for you and you need to move on and find people who do believe in you. They are out there. And then I love how you repeated yourself with seeking help. That is so huge as well because we can't do anything on our own and you seek the truth. But I think what stands out to me the most is that you get really still and you meditate. Patrice, I have shared with Lip Talk Nation that meditation is also a form of willpower. You practice your willpower. And I know a lot of people have this idea that willpower is wrong and you shouldn't do it, but it simply is practicing your motivation to do what is right. So you've really offered a lot of value to us right now. Patrice. And uh, I can't wait to ask you this next question. I love positive affirmations and encourage people to start speaking life instead of negativity in their lives. I know that you may call them declarations as I was researching you out instead of affirmations, but will you share with us what you tell yourself on a daily basis? <laughs> it's fun. I'm laughing at the question because it's funny because again, I want to be real in that. Um, I don't ever want my life to be a highlight reel for anybody. So there's some days I don't say really great things to myself, but I'm learning and I'm practicing self-love and I'm not in a conceited way, but in a very loving, godly way to speak life and good things over myself. But one thing I have told myself for a long time is Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that is just the scripture that has carried me throughout my entire life when I get to these weak moments and these hard places, because just with this call in my life, there are a lot of hard places, more um, more hard than good sometimes, it seems like. But I just believe God's word and that he said we can do all things through him, and it means through the Holy Spirit working through us. And the affirmation of it is, you know, just I can do this. God has called me to do this, and I shall be successful in it, um, no matter what it looks like, if it's ministry, if it's coaching, speaking, writing, if it's just being. You know, so I love affirmations and declarations. I am over here smiling really, really big right now. Philippians 4.13 is something that I say on a daily basis. And Lip Talk Nation, this positive affirmations has nothing to do with pride. It is about speaking life into your soul so that you can become it. So the reason why I asked you, Patrice, is so that we can learn from you. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That is so powerful. So it's about self-love. Again, like Patrice said, not in a prideful way. I just wanted to make it very clear that Lip Talk Nation understands Patrice. Okay, so we are going to be moving on to a lightning round. Thank you so much for sharing your story and being vulnerable with us. But now it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level. We call this our lightning round and the questions are simple and easy to answer. Just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Patrice, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Replication. (laughs) Boom. I'm writing that one down. I love it. (laughs) How do you like your coffee? Stout with yummy cream. Oh, stout. That's beautiful. 
All right, most embarrassing moment. Okay, so I was 16 years old. I went with my mom and sister to Cheap Jeans, which is this jean place in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, or was. And my sister and I had gone into the fitting room next to each other to try on jeans. And I came out after her. So as I was walking out and looking down, I slapped her butt and said, your butt sure does look flat in those jeans. And when I looked up, it wasn't my sister. (laughs) (laughs) So I hid in the fitting room for the next 30 minutes. (laughs) Oh, Patrice. Okay, that is, that's really funny. Lip Talk Nation. How many of you have an embarrassing moment? I want to hear from you. Thank you for that one, Patrice. That made my day. Not really, but it did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you a shoes or a purse lady? Purse. Ah, yes. What is your favorite movie? That was tough, but the first one that came up for me was Gladiator. Really? Yeah, because I'm all about... um, you know, the underdog coming up, but he was never in throughout everything that he went through, Russell Crowe as the gladiator. He just never bowed down to weakness. And I mean, I mean, he killed it. Like he just fought, even as a slave, even when he was at his lowest, he always excelled and he always came out as um, just as a person who brought together other leaders and he just refused to die or to give up, even though he was constantly knocked down in it. Patrice, you're not the only one to actually say that their your favorite movie is Gladiator so I find this interesting <laughs> this is this is really cool and I love how you uh, your perspective on it too all right so what is your favorite color that's really challenging I always come back to paint whether it's really not I don't I just love all colors so I just chose paint because I just couldn't I know I couldn't say them all <laughs> <laughs> ready go I'm just kidding okay <laughs> pink it is Uh, I think my daughter would be the same way. So we'll stick with pink. Thank you so much, Uh, Patrice. Most of us, uh, regardless of our passion, started out as fans of somebody else's work. Who were some of your inspirations that prompted you to start your journey? So my inspirations didn't necessarily come from um, culture or from books or anything like that I read. They came from the women in my life. Um, So God plays, when there's this saying where it takes a village to raise a child, but it really took a village to raise me. And there were so many women on my path who were women who were leaders, women who were not leaders, women who were broken and became healed, um, who helped me through depression, who helped me into ministry, who helped me be my friend. I mean, there was just this whole tribe of women around me, and even now there are. So they they inspire me. They encourage me. And even the ones that God has allowed me to to serve as a coach, as a speaker, as a, um, through my books, um, they're my inspiration to keep being better and to be consistent and to keep trying and to keep living, really. I love how you said it took a whole tribe to raise you. Thank you, because I feel the same way. Lip Talk Nation, how many of you are struggling to maybe define a hero? Well, maybe it's many people out there, and I love that. You have a really great support system. Patrice, do you have any final tips or advice or encouraging thoughts for our listeners who are going through their own struggles and wanting to be a superb woman or man? Absolutely. I said get real with you and get real with God and then start. Get real. I love it. Get real with you. That hits home, Patrice. That really does. Lip Talk Nation, how many of you need to get real with yourself? I challenge people, I challenge you all to look yourself in the mirror today and get real with yourself and confront your past and then get real with God. 
I love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Patrice Carter, for letting us get to know you on a deeper level. I know your story and valuable tips have been an inspiration to myself and Lip Talk Nation. Will you share with us where we can find out more about you and where we can purchase your book? Yes, everything can be found at drpatricecarter.com. Dr. Patrice Carter.com. Did you catch that, Lip Talk Nation? All right, are you on Facebook as well? I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, all social media platforms under Dr. Patrice Carter. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Patrice Carter. What an honor. It really has been an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple, where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to lara at laurasprague.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become. <laughs>